Yura, hello. My name is Zai Hebersley, a proud Pitta Pitta man, and I pay my respects to the ancestors, elders, past, present, and emerging, who strengthens and guides us, continually nurtures us, and inspires us to be future custodians of this land. Now sit back, enjoy, and why don't you listen on into a bit of a yarn? Hello, hello. Um, yeah, so for those who are listening on in, um, my name is Zai Hibbersley. Um, I run a podcast called The Yarning Circle. Um, and yeah, I'm really, really grateful to be with you guys and on this recording. And yeah, we'll have a bit of a yarn and a chat. And Yeah. And it's really nice for like Josh and I to be here. It's the first time we're in like kind of like a studio. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it that, but yeah. <laughs> are in cafes and stuff like oh, that so yeah. I mean this is nice to have a room um it's been a long time since we've been in a room so this is yeah, really good it really has but yeah. also it's our first this will be our first episode for 2023 as oh, well it is. Is it okay to say Happy New Year, even though it's <laughs> a bit late? We're a bit late, but we'll, we'll put it in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yes, we have Isaiah as our first guest to kick off the New Year. Um, so I guess we were wondering if you could talk a little bit about yourself, like what your passions are, what makes you tick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, I'm a Peter Peter man. Um, for those who don't know, so Pitta Pitta is basically um, Bullier, Queensland. Um, so mm. if you don't know, Mount Isa, just south of Mount Isa is where my people are from. Um, born and raised on Quantamooka country here in the Redlands. Um, but I have a massive passion for um, animals, youth, mental health, people, love talking, love, you know, sometimes I don't shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've got a really, really big passion for, you know, motivation and inspiration, um, which is why, you know, doing these podcasts and talking to people and interviewing people is, is a very, very big passion of mine. Um, love my fitness. Um, I'm a big um, gym head, gym rat. So I love my, um, you know, eating healthy, physically healthy, um, getting up and getting going to the gym love my shoes, my fashion, my clothes. Um, yeah, so so a couple of things, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of things, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of holistic stuff there. Mm. Yeah. Um, something that really, I'd love to, like, pick apart all of those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, where do I start? Um, I guess really intrigued about, you know, when I first met you, I knew that you were the animal person. Yeah. You know, like, you have a lot of animals, reptiles, yes. and that sort of thing. So what got you into that? So I actually really struggled when I was younger um, in school. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of um, identity problems um, myself, being a half-caste man. Really struggled to fit into, um, you know, the First Nation Aboriginal community because of my skin colour, but then also struggled to fit in with the... Um, whiter community or like you know um, because there's this you know social kind of divide and I really struggled because I was seen as the white guy but I grew up as you know that cultural um, cultural side so I really struggled and in school especially and then when I hit about grade 10 um, I'll never forget him Mr. Shuka um, so shout out to Mr. Shuka. Um, he basically just um, rescued me, really. I just was failing everything at school. I went to um, City Point Christian College um, for my grade 10 um, and jumped in between schools 
between, you know, primary school and then, um, just from not fitting in, not, not wanting to do the work. I had such a passion for work. I wanted to go and work. Um, and then, yeah, Mr. Shuka, he got me signed up with a Cert 3 in Captive Animals down on the Gold Coast in Kurama Wildlife Sanctuary. So did all my studies through Kurama Wildlife, um, got qualified through everything and yeah, just have always had a passion for animals and, you know, infamous steve and just absolutely <laughs> adored him yeah. um fun fact actually died on my birthday oh was having a steve and birthday party were you actually i was having a steve and birthday party oh. and he died oh, on my goodness. birthday 4th of september yep wow. and then i became a zookeeper so <laughs> full circle full circle yeah but um just crazy like i just always had this massive passion for animals and wildlife conservation and um you know all of everything that comes with and then um so i was working at karama wildlife sanctuary um and then covid hit and it just went completely haywire and i was like you know what i'm going to develop my own business called deadly keeper um which, which i still run um which is basically animal exhibiting, you know, mobile animal exhibiting, going to youth centres, churches, um, you know, juvie centres, and being able to take my animals to site to have almost like an animal therapy and to be able to handle and interact with, um, you know, our young young youth and mentor them. But then it was a really cool thing because cause I've got such a massive passion for my culture and I'm a big advocate for my culture. I got to tie that into it as well. Yeah. So, you know, like bringing a totem to an area. So a totem is um, basically that area's animal. Um, it's very sacred. So for me, for my, for Pitta Pitta, we're emu. Um, but Kornamuka region is carpet python, for example. Mm. So, and I own carpet pythons. Oh. So being able to take that to site and being like, this is literally the totem of this area. Mm. It kind of brings a really cool physical cultural aspect mm-hmm. um to it yeah so yeah that's that's where all the animals and the crazy animal guy comes from <laughs> yeah that's yeah it's really cool and it sounds like you found a way to really tie in a lot of other things you're passionate mm. for like yeah. um mentoring young people and then bringing in your culture into it and then sharing that with yeah people, yeah um, young people which is really really cool um and so in terms of like working with young people, yeah. um, is there a particular, um, I guess, what am I trying to ask you? I guess like a particular like type of young people that you are drawn to, like that you connect with more? Yeah, I think, I definitely think, um, you know, when you go down through the whole cultural aspect, um, I'm really, really drawn to um first nations youth um and i think i think that's from a passion you know from myself and growing up in that and and being able to um kind of be you know a a good role model in the aboriginal community for our young for our young you know first nation men and women or young men and women um i think i really really draw close to them more personally um but in saying that, I really do love um, very, very disconnected youth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, youth that are going through juvie or yeah. heavy trauma backgrounds and things like that. I feel like I have this really cool way of connecting. Yeah. Um, whether I've been through that, you know, the incident or not, I just have, I, I feel like I have this really cool connection that I can bring with, you know, young people that are going through those sort of things. And, yeah. yeah. 
And I think it's really cool. It's one of those things that you can't teach. Like you、mm. can't teach people how to connect.、Mm. And it sounds like that's something you know you can do. And so you're like harnessing that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, like thank you. That with other、mm. other people. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Did you have anything that, like, from that conversation and you listening to it, that you were like, oh, I want to know more about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm very curious about your relationship with mental health and、yeah. how that has influenced your practice now.、Mm. Yeah. So,、um, again, like I said, I, I. You know, and I don't tell many people this.、Um, so welcome, world. <laughs>、um, yeah, sorry, bring it open.、Um, but I,、um, I really, really struggled with my、um, sense of belonging. You know, when I was younger.、Um, you know, like I mentioned before, with that whole identity thing. Like I knew who I was as a person. But I didn't know who I was internally with identity. Like I knew where I belonged, and I knew, you know, that I was, I was safe and I was taken care of, and you know, I had support from my amazing mother and father.、Um, but socially, it's it's kind of different. You know what I mean? So like, I really really struggled with that, and I kind of felt like I never really fit in anywhere.、Yeah. Like I had a lot of friends and I had a lot of people, but I never had like that. Insanely close one-on-one friend、yeah. um, for life you know, that that a lot of people do have. You know, like I remember going around school when I was younger and going like at lunch breaks. I'd go to every single friend group because I knew everyone and I was friendly, but I never had that kind of really really tight connection with people because I, I I personally felt like I never connected because I wasn't in that space.、Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like,、yeah. and I really really struggle with that, and that really.、Um, Toyed with me for a long time because I was like, you know, do I fit in this community? Do I fit in that community? Do I fit in with this group of people? And I kind of was searching. I've been searching for a really long time to find that group or that friend or everything. And I've really come to a point now, especially in my life, where I've made myself so independent that I'm happy and I'm kind of content with the fact that I, I don't. Have to have that,、mm-hmm. and I I feel like I'm I don't have to go searching to find a place of belonging. I found belonging in myself and in my spirit and in my heart, and I really really and you know like even you know with my lovely partner now, um you know like she's my best friend you know、mm-hmm. and and I feel like I'm really locked in and I feel like I'm really you know my identity is starting to really flourish,、yeah. and I'm grabbing my strengths and I'm going you know this works this doesn't work and yeah. That is just that gives me chills because it reminds <laughs> me of speaking to a young person this week about that very thing.、Mm-hmm. Like I noticed them being like,、um, people are whispering about me, and you know she was very very much stressed about how other people thought、yeah. of her.、Yeah. And that thing in the back of my head was like, how do we then how how do we then talk about self worth and、mm-hmm. like uplifting her as an、mm-hmm. individual?、Mm-hmm. And it just sounds like that's what you managed to do for yourself. Yeah, no, definitely. You figured out like、yeah. I. Can be strong in myself, then it d- technically like doesn't matter what other people、yeah. think of you because you like love yourself. Yeah, and I think that's something that you know the world and young people need to learn.、Yeah. Like, especially in today's era, like you know you jump on social media and there's you know all of these you know people that everyone wants to be like,、yeah. and I do it myself. You know,、mm-hmm. like I have moments where I'm like, oh man, why don't I look like that guy? You know, like I train six times a week and I eat healthy and all this rah rah, but how come I don't look like him? You know, and then 
I really got to bring myself back. And that's something that, you know, I love mentoring youth about. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to love yourself. Yeah. Like, and I was, I was talking about this on my last interview is that the times you grow personally and the times that you, you know, mentally grow and, and that is when you are by yourself mm-hmm. and when you only have your own thoughts and you, and it's you in a room and you're with yourself in your brain. And, you know, um, if you can learn to harness that and control that, there's like, there's something beautiful that comes out of that, yeah. you know, but yeah. I totally agree because I feel like the world and people in it, you know, they'll like push and shove you in certain mm. directions. Mm. Um, but you're the, I guess you're your own compass. You're the only one that I guess knows what's right and wrong for you. Definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, you know, like, I think that's come out of a lot of people letting me down mm. in my, in my past and yeah. a lot of, you know, relying on people and, yeah. and then it comes to it and you're like, come on, man, like I relied on you, you know, like I yeah. lent on you for support, whether that's a partner, a family member, friend, whatever that comes, you know, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And that's that journey that I went on because I was so searching for somewhere. I was so searching for belonging. You know, I jump in relationship to relationship to relationship because I was looking for that. And then I got to a point where I'm like, you know what, like I'm me and I'm proud to be me and I'm proud to be, you know, half caste Aboriginal man. I'm proud to be, you know, and I think that's what, if people can harness and young people especially can grab that inner strength and that inner you know ability to look at themselves and accept them for who they are that's special and then that's when you find your talents and the things you love and because you're searching internally it's not oh i'm just going to go play basketball because all my mates play basketball or i'm just i'm not gonna i'm just gonna go join you know league because all of my mates play league like you know, I know a football, I know a guy that just signed, um, you know, really high up in NRL, and his passion is art. And I said to him, I was like, "What? Like, why are you doing this, man?" He goes, yeah. "I just was in the circle. It's how I've grown up. Amazing footy player. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like awesome footy player. But at the end of the day, his passion is art, and he's mm-hmm. such an artistic person. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's what." I tell a lot of the young people that I mentor, like, don't follow the crowd, you know, Mm. be the shepherd, not the sheep. Like, you know, lead your own, lead your own life. And something really cool comes out of that. Yeah, Mm. Yeah. definitely. Yeah, that's something that I think in my line of work, um, I was running programs, mentoring, you know, for young people. And a lot of them have that awareness. It's, I think, for them that, thing is nurturing that mm. self-awareness that really you know with the right support around you, you can um, you can really flourish but most importantly you have to believe in yourself mm. and that um you know because the kids that were in my mentoring programs they're yeah eights nines yeah like, quite so, still quite yeah mm. there's still time there and i always tell them look time's on your side yeah so, yeah, 100%. You know, like, and I even I even go down the route of, like, you know, like, when people say, oh, but I've tried, and I keep trying, and I keep failing. Mm. And I think, exactly like you were saying, mm. that time on their side is so valuable. You know, like, Michael Jordan was kicked out of his high school basketball team. Oprah got fired at one point. Like, yeah. you know, all of these things, and, and you know, people look at look in their situations and they go oh man like i'm 21 why aren't i something yet why aren't i you know i'm 25 like why don't i have this dream career this dream thing and and exactly like you said like that time is so valuable and and the lessons you learn during that time can 
you know, flourish you if you go in the right direction with it. Yeah. And it's such a journey. Like, I think a lot of people, including myself at one point, thought you'd get to a spot and then you'd be like, okay, I'm happy here. Mm. Um, but I've slowly realized that it's, it doesn't necessarily end. I know that kind of sounds pessimistic, <laughs> but I'm going to put a like optimistic spin on it where it's like, you never have a deadline. Like yeah. you can always, you can be yeah. like 40 and still not know who you are and that's okay yeah. because it just, it ebbs and flows. Like maybe you'll lose yourself a bit yeah. and you'll find yourself a bit and it yeah. just yeah. goes up and down like yeah. that. No, 100%, you know, that's, you, you just nailed it on the head, you know, and I, I think a lot of people, they, you know, go through life trying to grab happiness mm-hmm. and they're like, if I have this car, if I have this house, if I live here, if I have this friend group, if I succeed in this sport. And I think, you know, a lot of people that get to that, they're like, oh, like, is that it? Mm-hmm. Like, and there's, there's not that happiness, you know, for me personally, you know, happiness and peace are completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, pure peace is full happiness you know, like you, you can see some people that have absolutely nothing, but they have peace mm. and they're the most happiest people on the planet, whether they have nothing or not, mm. you know, and I think that if you can have peace for yourself, that comes with happiness, oh, you know, yeah. So you're saying, yeah, for you, your belief is that peace, um, you, you would, um, I guess, nurture peace and then with nurturing peace then comes the happiness later, rather than the other way around. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm really curious about, you know, you've um, worked really hard and you're at a place where I, I, it sounds like you're at peace with yourself. <laughs> um, looking into the future, is there anything yeah. in particular that you're hoping to do or that you're looking forward to? Well, where do I start? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think there might be a lot. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, and like, you know, with that whole having peace in myself thing, mm-hmm. like, there's ups and downs, yeah. you know, that's life, you know, no one's perfect, no one, you know, no one just cruises through life at this amazing pace, like, it doesn't matter how much money you got, mm-hmm. life finds a speed bump somewhere, you know, and I think, um, I, I think, I think what I have just really made myself work for and made myself learn is that those speed bumps can create success Mm -hmm. and when a door closes don't look at the door that's closed look at what doors are opening Mm -hmm. and i've really really and i've I've got that from my you know from my mum and my dad you know we've been our family have been through rocky roads Mm -hmm. and every single time i just remember like my mum and dad being like it's all right like that door closed for a reason Mm -hmm. and i kind of grab every situation like that you know, and I go, oh, okay, like, you know, this situation happened and something else is going to come of it. But anyway, um, back to the question. Okay. Um, my, my absolute dream is to build a zoo. Um, that's mm-hmm. top of the list. Um, I would love to be able to have a space where it's, you know, in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, and to be able to have a spot where youth can come and people can come and there's mentoring for youth at a space where it's, you know, culturally connected, and then we have the animals there, and don't know how that would look, just, you know, dreams and ideas up in here, Um, but that, yeah, I would love to do that, and, you know, like, with the podcast and the influencing, like, I want to be, I want to be an advocate, Mm -hmm. and I want to be someone people can go to, or listen to, or watch, and they go, oh, wow, like, you know, that's true, like, you know, whether it's motivation, inspiration, you know, mental health, self-help, you know, whatever that looks like, 
I really want to be that strong Aboriginal advocate for people, yeah. you know, and, and show that, you know, not only the beauty in our culture, but the beautiful that our people can bring, mm-hmm. um, you know, from being suppressed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what we can bring instead of what we have lost. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Wow, that is huge. Mm. That would be really cool. I can so see that happening. It's like, because at the moment, it's like you sort of do outreach or you're going, is that correct? Like you go to the youth. Yeah. Sort of a thing. Yeah. But yeah. one day you yeah. want to be able to have like a home base. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm very lucky um, to now be working at an actual center, yeah. um, which is so amazing for me because I kind of can really build on relationships now as yeah. you know, Eunice. Yeah. Um, but definitely to be able to have like my own, um, you know, kind of like drop in center, yeah. but zoo at the same time. Oh, yeah. 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 Like a place where youth and, you know, a lot of disengaged troubled youth can come knowingly mm. that there is support no matter what, yeah. and there is connection and there is cultural connection, especially mm. because, you know, there's, there's not many places around here that have cultural connection for for young people yeah. um especially that are first nations yeah. you know yeah. there's there's a lot of um there's there's like drop-in centers and things like that but not to the level of you know oh you know that you're going to drop in and auntie and uncle is going to be there mm-hmm. and you've got elders there and you have people there of culture you know and of you know first nation background that are accepting of non-aboriginal and aboriginal people yeah. but mainly for young aboriginal youth to be like oh you know arnie's got me you know i can go talk to arnie and uncle i can go i can go see you know an aboriginal counselor i can go and kind of create that comfortability yeah but yeah that's that's yeah that's one of the dreams yeah you're right there isn't like places like that that i can think of in this area Mm. i know like logan and that may have something yeah something but it's this area, I feel like, really, really, Definitely. really, really needs it. Yeah. 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 And then you throw the animals in there, and it's like, oh, oh it's like, it's, di- it's different. Yeah. In a good way. Mm. Yeah. Like, a little pilot. It's definitely niche in a good way. Yeah. Um, Most definitely. But, yeah. But, yeah, big dreams. It's exciting. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. exciting. Mm. Um, how are things going? Because you're talking about wanting to, like, with your influence space... Um, you know, reach out to young people, you know, the ones that might not be able to come in person, you know, using yep. the internet and that for that yep. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So how are things going in that influence space for you at the moment? Yeah, good. So um, I, I'm i really pushing the fitness side of stuff okay. um, on my personal, you know, Instagrams and Facebooks and things like that yeah. um, because I, I just, I love that area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at the moment, especially really pushing that, um, you know, Aboriginal fitness influencer trying to really plug that you know through instagram and social medias and things um and it is it is getting there like i'm slowly getting you know more views and people asking more questions and commenting more things and you know people even coming up with ideas for videos and things like that like slowly coming up with you know this come up on the social media side of stuff but um, you know, I really want to be able to grab people that have influence that are listening to these podcasts mm-hmm. and are listening to, you know, um, events that we run and, you know, kind of can be able to reach out and say, Hey, mm-hmm. I want to connect with you. I've seen what you're doing. You know, we really want to get you on our, you know, 
podcast or or you know do something for social media for us to really plug the influence side of stuff for our aboriginal youth and non-aboriginal youth mm-hmm. as well you know um but yeah i really want to try and become that kind of advocate social media wise and yeah. and yeah yeah cool that's really cool i um i hugely relate to and i'm going back a little bit to the whole um being a young person and not knowing where you belong and mm-hmm. I think that I can really see how that's now influenced who you are now because it's like you're almost wanting to help younger you kind of a thing pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think I think that like and I know a lot of people in the space are very very much like that yeah, you know I so. you know every youth worker that I've spoken to every counselor every every you know in this industry especially um, they have been through something in their lifetime that is either you know very heavy um, and that they struggle with and they want to be able to give back yeah. you know and, and that's that's something that you know I love doing is giving back yeah. and you know, being so blessed and so lucky to be in the position I am, you know, a lot of people have it really hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, and and a lot of people are blind to that mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people um, that I know personally, you know, complain and and, and um, kind of do this pick me, you know, thing through life. Mm-hmm. And then you know, when we're in our space, it's like wow, like we've got young fourteen year olds that are that are going through so much trauma at home. Yeah that struggle to get to school you know and then there's like me that had the opportunity to go down to Crumman Wildlife Sanctuary and do a zookeeping cert and Mm -hmm. be in this beautiful home and drive a beautiful car and have an amazing job and and all of these things like those little blessings in life um and being able to give that back is I think really important and really really needed Mm -hmm. as well it definitely does put things into perspective and I think that's so beautiful about like the industry and the space that we work in definitely. is that we are so I guess lucky to be experiencing and seeing the stories of these young people mm. that I guess like yeah, every like an accountant or something might not get to experience definitely. that and definitely. yeah mm. it's just really beautiful yeah definitely mm. I think it it is such a privilege for us to work in this space yeah um I know that, you know, we have friends of ours that work, you know, in, in counseling as well and they love working with young people because it's it's such a it's such a motivation when you get to see those sorts of successes. Definitely. Yeah. Um, especially like, you know, I'm you've seen those successes in your work, I've seen them in mine and I'm sure you've seen them in yours. So, you know, it's 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 really incredible to see that change happen. Definitely. And you know that there's more change that's going to happen, you know, you know, um, for me, like, I don't get to see my kids at, once the program's done, that's it, I say goodbye to my, that particular school for that year, yeah. um, so it's like, I leave them with all of my hopes that they're going to, um, continue that work, so, um, you know, it is such an incredible privilege to work in this space. I'm not sure I would have chosen <laughs> anywhere else to work yeah. with, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I think it's really cool as well, like, you know, exactly like you're talking about, um, the wins and the losses. Mm. And I think that 
puts a massive perspective on it for people that are in this industry. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you know, there's whole stigma around, oh, they're the run amok kids and, you know, yeah. they're the ones that don't listen. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, <laughs> they're the ones that just need that extra hour of support or that yeah. extra comfortability or that, you know, that one conversation of, I'm proud of you, man. Like, yeah. awesome. And you what you watch it, you see it. And I know you guys have seen mm-hmm. it where, you know, young people are so not, especially disengaged young people in this space, they're so not used to that because there is so much trauma and there is so much disconnect that, you know, that one, oh, awesome, good job, man, or, mm-hmm. hey, are you all right? Like, do you want to have a chat? That changes that changes their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that one opening conversation and that one incident can make such a massive effect and, you know, being able to mentor, you know, where I work, you know, where, you know, we're mentoring from grade you know, 10 to 12. Mm. So, you know, you kind of get to see their journey of when they first come in and they're just so deregulated and they're, they're lost and they're scared. And then the next year they kind of, they get that comfortability and then they grow a little bit. And then by grade 12, they're like, Oh, thanks sir. And then go on with their life. And then you can have that. There's this amazing reward that comes Mm. with that. Not that you are, you know, expecting it or, or, you know, asking for it, but there's mm-hmm. this reward knowing that you've helped, whether it's one individual or 10, mm-hmm. that you have just changed someone's life yeah. and you've helped them get through that. Whether it's vocalized or not from yeah. their end or your end, yeah. it's 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 there and you yeah. know it. And then that makes a massive ripple effect, yeah. you know. And then that's when we get people like that that go back into the industry mm-hmm. and full circle. Yeah. Good point. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that actually. But <laughs> yeah. maybe one day these young people will go, like, give it back to the next generation of young people yeah. and it just mm. continues. Yeah. Like, I know some students now that are even studying to be youth workers already. Yeah. And they're in grade 11 and 12. Yeah. And it's like, mm. oh my gosh, like, <laughs> you know, it's really cool. It's yeah. really, really cool to see. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I love what you say about like the little conversations. That's something I really want to focus on is like even just the, Hey, how you going? Yeah. Um, because I guess, you know, when I was young, I was, I was a very anxious person. And if someone, if one person at school was able to like have a conversation with me, I know that that would have meant a lot to me. Definitely. Even just a five minute, are you okay? Today will be okay. Yeah. And I just, yeah. yeah, I don't want us to sleep on those little conversations. Like yeah. I think they are actually really important. No, definitely. And, and I have seen firsthand and I know you guys have as well, those two minute conversations, those, that one, Oh, Hey man, how you doing? You know, like I was watching yesterday, um, actually funny you say that about, um, you know, and I don't mean to, you know, offend anyone or anything like that, but I watched a video on Facebook around a guy who survived jumping off the story gate bridge. And he said that he was walking to jump off the bridge mm-hmm. and walked past so many people. And he said, if one person stopped me mm-hmm. and said, hello, I would have turned around. And, mm-hmm. and then he actually had an incident with a lady mm-hmm. that said, can you take a photo of me? Mm-hmm. And he took the photo of her and then she walked off. Didn't have no conversation, nothing. It was just like a, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I don't want to say a selfish act, but it was mm-hmm. one of those, Oh, Hey man, like, do you mind if I, yeah, do you mind yeah. if I get a photo? Yeah. And then that was it. Sure. Yeah. And he was saying that if, if he had one conversation with someone, one person say, mm-hmm. hey, how you doing? Or anything like that, mm-hmm. he would have never done it. Yeah. And I think that is crazy. 
crazy to think about yeah. when you have, you know, and especially being in everyday life. It doesn't, you don't have to be at work. Yeah. And I think that's something people need to take away. And, and it's kind of like that, you, you know, conversation and community is being lost mm-hmm. and we have to bring that back. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to bring that back of, you know, um, from where I'm from, from, you know, country, you know, our mob, like, you know, it would take a, you know, a whole mob to raise one child, mm-hmm. you know, multiple, multiple women would breastfeed one baby. Mm-hmm. And there's this community that comes with that. And mm-hmm. I think those little conversations spark that yeah. and they drive yeah. that. And yeah. I think exactly like something you don't want to brush over and just be like, yeah. Oh yeah, I just had a conversation with someone today. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have no idea what that conversation did for that person. Yeah. Idea of community. I don't know why it suddenly makes me think of like neighbors and how not the show neighbors, but like <laughs> yeah. your neighbors that you live next to, and yeah. how um, I think that in some communities that's or like neighborhoods that's lost. Yeah, people don't even Definitely. know their neighbors, and I feel like even that I don't know why that came to mind, but even being able to say hello to someone next door mm. is really nice because it makes them feel like you know they're a part of. Like we're all part of something. We live yeah. in the same street. Yeah. Um, we can help each other out if like somebody mm. needs their mail checked or whatever. I just think that because I remember back in the day when I was younger, I, we did always speak to our neighbors. Yeah. And I made friends with my neighbors yep. and I have yep. best friends that like were my neighbors when I was young. Yeah. Yep. And it's not as seen today. Definitely. And you know, we, that's how we grew up as well. Yeah. You know, my parents are the most open people on the planet and you know, every night we'd have old mate from down the road and up the road and we'd be eating dinner and you know like and and i think that is something that is is slowly unfortunately starting to fade away and it's really sad because you know like i i make it an effort to you know go over and to you know if we're talking neighbors and be like hey man like moved in next door like how are you like have a chat and kind of create and build that community but you know it's for a suburb or a city or whatever like if we could start with the individual that grows and that multiplies, you know, and then it becomes community, you know, people, I think, I think everyone kind of gets this whole mindset of, Oh, let someone else do it. Or, you know, what, whether that comes from a personal perspective or whatever, but you know, you got to be the one to do that. You know, no one else is going to do it kind of, kind of thing. And I think that's really, you know, how we get that ripple effect yeah that's it and i feel like if you have that calling like if you're even thinking that in your head like oh it'd be nice if i went to talk to all my down the road yeah then like do it because i feel like the fact that that has even crossed your mind is is maybe a bit of a sign definitely you're that person that can start yeah and you know like us as people like we're designed for intercollect inter in what's the word i'm looking for interconnection interconnection yeah yeah or yeah like for we're designed for communication and and to be together you know that's what you know that's why it's so important and you know i've had so many incidences where that crosses my mind and i'm like oh my god like i have to go talk to that person there's no reason Mm -hmm. and there's no whatever but you know and me for myself being able to build my confidence up and to be able to do that like Mm -hmm. my last podcast that i you know interview that i that i've done recently that's how, you know, I, this guy walked into the gym and he was, you know, unfortunately really struggled with his walking in his hips and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was just flat that day and I was like, wow, someone can walk in like that mm-hmm. and I'm the way I am, but I'm lucky and it motivated me and I was like, I have to go talk to him. Mm-hmm. So 
for those who are listening, go listen to that, <laughs> um, please, which is a really awesome interview and he's a really awesome dude. But yeah, like, you know, exactly like you were saying, those tiny little conversations yeah. are really important. Thank you for everybody to listening on Into the Yarning Circle. Make sure to share, comment, subscribe and like. And if you're wanting to watch the visual side of this podcast, make sure to hit isaiah.hippersleep at youtube.com. Thank you.